0: Welcome to Talk Travel with Heather Tate, North Mississippi's podcast for savvy travelers. Talk Travel with Heather Tate is a weekly podcast that airs every Monday on the Shark 102.3 FM radio station based in Ripley, Mississippi, and is then released as a podcast. Travel advisor and travel enthusiast Heather Tate of Whimsical Destinations gives listeners expert travel tips curated through the years of personal and professional experience. By clicking subscribe, you'll have a new travel tip to add to your collection delivered to your podcast library every Monday. Talk Travel with Heather Tate is brought to you by Sunbear Studio. Sunbear Studio is a boutique recording studio in the heart of Ripley, Mississippi. When you record with us at Sunbear Studio, we can mix, master, register, and publish your music, your podcast, or your family story. Email us when you're ready at sunbearjc.media. At This program was recorded at Sun Bear Studio in Ripley, Mississippi. Good morning, Northeast Mississippi Travelers. This is Heather with Talk Travel with Heather Tate, and I am so excited to share my adventures and and tried-and-true tips with you, whether you are also a seasoned traveler, a hopeful traveler, or currently an armchair traveler, meaning you're going to follow along with us from home for now. This is our 84th episode of Talk Travel with Heather Tate and it is also the conclusion to our two-part series where we started last week. Last week we talked about all the ways you can extend the excitement of a trip by preparing ahead of time and to be able to eliminate some of those pre-trip jitters by taking care of those necessities ahead of time. What about how you transition when your trip is over and you're coming back home, getting back into the to the swing of things work school other obligations for some they really get the post trip blues i have spoken with clients many times who struggle getting back to the normal swing of things after an amazing adventure everything seems lackluster in comparison to when they just went out of the country and one day they're riding horseback in the ocean and ziplining over waterfalls or you know taking part in an amazing cultural experience eating foods that they have just dreamed about, never even knew existed. And the next week they're back in the office and they're stapling papers and they're thinking, when can I go on my next trip? So how do you transition between those two things? So I'm going to talk about some practical things, just like last week, some practical things that you can think about when you get back from a trip that can help you smooth that transition. But I'm also going to talk about some exciting things, ways that you can extend the joy of a trip even after it is technically over. All right, practical things first. My husband will be proud because he's the practical one. And you really need to have either, if, if one person can be both fun and practical, that's amazing. But let's just face it, not all of us are wired that way. My husband is the practical one who can be fun. And I am the fun one who can be practical. So we each have our strengths, right? So I was telling him this one, and I was super excited about this tip. I was like, to, you know, safely put up your passports when you get back, whether that's you put them in a safety deposit box, or you have them in a safe when you get home. If you can't remember normally where you put things like this, send yourself an email, Even if you talk in code, I was super excited about this. I was like, this is brilliant. And I was sharing it with Logan. And he's like, I would never need to email myself where I put our passports because he's the passport keeper. He's like, I would never have to do that. That doesn't even make sense. I'm like, but for some people, it would make sense. Because do you even know how many clients I talk to? They're like, we can't find our passports. They were here last year or we moved and I just had them in my hand a month ago and now I don't know where they are. That happens all the time. So there are other people out there like me that might need this tip. Whereas if you were like Logan, you're like, this is unnecessary. Skip to something else. Okay, but send yourself an email where you put important documents, birth certificates, passports, marriage license that you may need a copy of when you're traveling, that kind of thing. Know where you are. So, oh, unpack your suitcase. Here's where I'm going to be also real and transparent with you. If I'm honest right now, I always have a partially packed or unpacked suitcase somewhere in my house. So if I can't find an outfit that I've been looking for for months, chances are it's because I took it on a trip a few months ago and it's in a suitcase and I never unpacked it. So that's something, some advice for myself. When you get back, unpack your suitcase, you know, clean them out, refresh them, Lysol them, and put them away so they're ready to go and you're not missing clothes in the next couple months That you don't know where you put them Keep all your travel pieces together This can be like your packing cubes Maybe even in a packing cube Again, inspiration just hit me right then In a packing cube, put your earbuds Your travel journal If you have a, a national passport stamp book I'm telling you, I forget that. Every time we go on a trip now, I'm like, oh, I left my national passport book for having all my national parks stamped in it. You know, have all those things in one place and put them there. Your floppy beach hats, you know, the sunglasses, or if you're going to take your reusable straws, have those all packaged up together so whenever you're ready for your next trip, you've got them all there. You don't have to tear apart the whole house looking for things. I know that from experience because I do that on a regular basis. Okay, some more fun things. Write reviews for the accommodations, dining, Activities while they're fresh on your mind. You might be thinking, well, that's not fun. It's fun in this way that you're getting to review the trip that you just had, right? And this can be something that you do together. Ask your kids, what are your favorite things that you did? We love doing that on a trip on our way back. Sometimes even, you know, up to weeks later, like, what was your favorite ride? You know, what was your favorite excursion? What was your favorite meal? Those are three things that we ask almost in, you know, every type of trip. We can ask, like, what was your favorite day, your favorite moment or memory of a trip? And right those down and then anyone that stood out for you on the trip, whether it's the service, the hotel where you went, the concierge, maybe someone at Kids Club or a cast member that really stood out, write a review for that place or that person while they're fresh on your mind. They get credit. It can help them, like when it comes time to promotions. It also helps other people who are traveling when they look and they see those reviews. It can be useful information. So not just negative things. I'm really talking like your positive moments. I have to remind everyone to write about too. It's easy to want to review the things that didn't go well, but review the things that did go well and give them credit. Join a travel Facebook group, maybe about the destination you just went to, where people who are getting ready to go to that location, they might have questions and you might have answers that you can share with them. That's also a fun way where you can share pictures when you get back, or you can connect with people who have been to that location as well, maybe get other recommendations. That's something you could do ahead of time too, but I will tell you, sometimes it can be overwhelming to join the Facebook group before you go on a trip. It can be helpful, but keep take some suggestions with a grain of salt right? It can be overwhelming ahead of time. But if you haven't already joined one, I definitely recommend when you get back to join one. Make a photo book. I have some clients who do this after every trip. My best friend, every major trip they take, she plans her photo book when she gets back. So then that is a way that they can look together on the memories that they had and enjoy that trip over and over again. So I think that's a fantastic idea. Something I'm really going to do one day, unless I can talk her into making my own travel books for me. That'd be great. Have your kids write about their trip. Maybe they didn't write about it on the trip in their travel journal that we talked about last week, or maybe they did, and they can take snippets from their travel journal and write a short story, or they can, you know, do a whole non-fiction piece on their trip. London, who is my 11-year-old, he does this on all our major trips, And it's something then that helps him remember, you know, for months later, if you write about it, you're more likely to remember it. It's like a whole writing to learn. Also, if your kids miss school and they write about it, then that can be something that you can say, this was educational, that, you know, this is what I learned. This is the experience I got out of it. So then you have that ready to go whenever you're trying to get permission to take your kids out of school the, the next time. If they're not interested in writing about it, let them do a, a photo collage. Let them make your photo book or let them draw or paint something from your trip. That's something that my youngest, who's seven, he would much rather draw a picture of, what he enjoyed from his trip than necessarily write about it right now. I also knew two brothers who were two of my homeschool students that I I worked with for years when it came to their writing. I was a writing coach. Every major trip they went on, one of the brothers would write about the trip day by day, and the other one would either illustrate or provide his pictures that he took while on the trip. So by the end of it, they made their photo book, the two of them, and it's a partnership they did together. Okay, here's another really great idea. Visit with someone who wants to take a similar trip as you just went on, or maybe even someone who's been before and they want to share. I will never forget the first time I went to Disney or right before I went to Disney my first time when I was, I went when I was in the second grade. I had a friend who had gone the year before. I couldn't wait for her to get back because I wanted to hear every single moment of her trip, what she did, so what I could look forward to. When she got back, she was like, I was like, did you have fun? What did you do? What was your favorite thing? She's like, it was great. I enjoyed it. It It was good. And that was it. I remember thinking like, no, there's got to be more. So sometimes when people get back from a trip, they think, okay, no one really wants me to elaborate on what I did or, you know, all the fun I had. But if that person is getting ready to go on the same trip that you did or a similar trip, they do want to hear those details. So that's who you can really talk to and share your experiences with, someone who wants to go on a trip similar to you. Reach out to someone who commented on your Facebook post and your pictures or who told you before you went, oh, I would love to go there someday. I'd love to hear about that. Reach out to them and honestly, you know, extend that invitation. Do you want to go get coffee? Do you want to go get lunch? You're reconnecting with a friend and you're getting to extend the joy from your trip by sharing it with someone else. Reach out to people that you met while traveling send them thank you notes if that applies. If you stayed with anyone while you were traveling or if you met a new friend and they are now your Facebook friend or your Instagram follower, you know, that is something, reconnect with them and that's a way to keep the memories of your trip even longer. I have clients who they actually have met each other on trips, not even knowing each other before they traveled there. They just happen to be in the same resort at the same time. And since then, they are now on another trip together out of the country. Like they have become friends even back at home where they talked to each other regularly and plan additional trips together. So you never know. Someone you meet on a trip can become not just a one-time friend that you met there, but someone that becomes a part of your life. Print and hang photos. Download any pics digitally, especially if it's a requirement where you need to download them after a certain time or you lose them. Give out souvenirs. If you bought souvenirs for friends and family, don't forget to actually give them to them, especially if it's something that could expire because it's perishable. I say that from personal experience because there have been times that I've brought something back and I've forgotten to give it to someone and it just kind of wasted away and that's a loss, right? So give out the souvenirs if you brought something back for someone else or enjoy what you actually brought back. If you brought food or anything else, from another place, make sure that you're eating it before it expires. Cook a meal, duplicating your favorite one from the trip. So, if you went somewhere else and you had the best meal, like look up recipes and you can recreate that at home. That'll be something fun for your entire family. Or if maybe it was from your honeymoon or an anniversary trip and you want to recreate that, maybe it's the way something was prepared. Maybe it was having fruit, fresh cut fruit for breakfast. And that's the way you can bring something back from your trip by integrating that into your day to day life. And here's my last piece of advice before we're finished for the week. And I think it is the most important. And this is how I avoid my post trip blues. That is by booking my next trip. Either before I come home, I've already had it on deck before I left, or as soon as I get back that next week I'm thinking about where to next. If I don't already have a trip planned, I'm like, okay, where is my next trip gonna be? When is it gonna be there? And then you start the process all over again. You can go back and listen to last week. If you missed that last week, you can say, Okay, now I'm ready for my pre trip tips and excitement and how to bring joy and remove those jitters. So the best way to eliminate post-trip blues is to go ahead and plan that next adventure. And no better way to do that than to make sure you're on our Facebook group, Heather and Logan Tate, Whimsical Destinations, wherever you go, whatever you're planning. I hope you have an amazing week, guys. Spend time with your family. Take that trip. Life is short. Make the memories. You won't regret it. Thanks for tuning in to our daily programming. All of our programs are released as podcasts on the major podcast platforms where the information can be downloaded and shared for months. If your business or organization would like to take this unique opportunity to sponsor a show that not only is broadcast as a radio program, but also a podcast, give the Shark 1023 headquarters a call at 662-837-1023. Imagine your commercial in this space every week. Give us a call. This show is made possible by JC Media LLC in Ripley, Mississippi. JC Media owns the Shark 102.3 Classic Rock FM radio station where the show is hosted and Sunbear Recording Studio where the interviews are recorded. We need your feedback and support. If you listen to the podcast on a player like iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Amazon Music, please subscribe to the show and leave us a review. We also have an email in which you can share your feedback. That email is theshark1023 at gmail.com. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite app or stream episodes online at shark1023.com slash podcast. Today's episode was produced by Melinda Marsalis. It was edited by Rick Williams and engineered by Chris Marsalis. The podcast technician is Joyce Grady.